0: Church, good morning, afternoon, evening, or good night, whenever, wherever it is that you've decided to tune in and join us for a little daily hope. I'm glad that you did, and I hope and pray that this will be an encouragement to you and your faith today, wherever you're at. Chapter 11 of Nehemiah is our text for today. And I think maybe the question it's inviting for us to reflect upon is... Do you have skin in the game? Here's what I mean by that. Here's what I see. Um, I love the book of Nehemiah. It's an incredible case study in leadership. But really, the thing that's so awesome is that it is a story of the people. The people of Israel, the people of God. So in this day's context, that's you and that's me. Um, And it's them coming together after a long period of crisis. This is during the exile. It's after they've been conquered. And Nehemiah, he's not a priest. He's not a prophet. No, no, no. He's he's kind of more of a, in some ways, he's worked in the political court of the king. Uh, And it's this guy. It's It's not a new priest. It's not a new prophet. It's this guy that God chooses to lead this kind of rebuilding effort. And it's centered around rebuilding of the wall, sure. But really, the story is much bigger than that. The last couple chapters we've seen, have been this huge celebration. After they've built the wall, um, they've rebuilt the wall and and Nehemiah's helped the people navigate internal tensions and external tensions. They come together and they have this huge celebration, this huge feast because they're remembering who they are. You know, the last couple chapters we've seen they're reading from the revelation, right? That's their story. They've rediscovered their story, they've rediscovered God's story. And in doing so, it's, Recalling them to their true identity, their identity as the unique people of God, the people who don't run after foreign idols, that don't um, pollute themselves in some ways by, by intermarrying with with other tribes and, and starting to lose their distinctive rituals and customs and identity. No, this is Israel. This is God's chosen people through whom he wants to minister to and to bless all nations. So chapter 11 Is mainly a list of names. (laughs) Um, And uh, that's good, but it can be kind of mind-numbing a little bit. Uh, The the verse that really stood out to me that I want us to reflect on, which begs this question of, do you have skin in the game? It's chapter uh, 11, verse 1 and 2. The leaders of the people were already living in Jerusalem. So the rest of the people drew lots to get one out of ten to move to Jerusalem, the holy city, while the other nine remained in their towns. The people applauded those who voluntarily offered to live in Jerusalem. What is going on here? Well, they're still a vassal state. They're they're hated by their neighbors. We've seen that. There's political intrigue. There's threat of attack and massacre because people are afraid of Israel reclaiming its identity, and Jerusalem represents the heart of the people because in the heart of Jerusalem is the temple, the place where God lives, and so it's not necessarily a safe place to be living. I mean, if if the rebuilding of the wall, if the reconstituting of the people's identity angers their overlords, well, man, that could be the first place the military is going to come. What are they going to do? They're going to tear down the wall again. They're going to round up all of the people living in the capital city and they're going to take them away because you cut the head off the snake. What happens, right? So, um... It was dangerous. There was a risk to go back and to inhabit Jerusalem now that the walls have been rebuilt, now that they're practicing again as a people of faith, not just these disparate communities, but they're coming together as a nation again. They don't know what's going to happen. So, you know, this line, the people applauded those who voluntarily offered to live in Jerusalem. These people are the ones who are leaving Jerusalem the safety of their normal life, their established towns where they're known, where they have commerce, everything, right? And they're saying, okay, hey, I'll go. And we see there's, there's certain people that they don't wait to see like, oh man, is my number going to get called? Am I going to get drafted? You know, I'm going to get sent to the front lines. No, these are the people who say, hey, send me, I'll go. Like, I'm so fired up about who God is, about who we are as the people of God and our mission that I want to go and be one of those people. I mean, I have to confess, even though I work for a church, even though I've spent a lot of my time in my life studying God, going to seminary, doing all this stuff, um, I gotta confess, I, I don't know if I would be counted among those voluntary people. I think I'm probably, if I'm really honest, more often, I am I feel like one of the people whose, whose name or number got called, and it's like, well, okay, I'll go. Um, but Maybe I'm not doing it with joy in my heart. So the invitation church is for you to, to ask, like, where's my heart at? And do, am I ready? Do I love Jesus and his mission to love and to bless the world and my neighbors? Like enough to the point where I'm willing to say, Hey, sign me up. Like in this new season of life and ministry here at North coast, I want to show up. I want to put skin in the game. Um, I want to become one of those people, and I, I love seeing how often and how many of you are those sorts of people. You inspire me to, to grow a larger heart, to yield more and more of my fear and my uncertainty um, to God, to his agenda, and to trust that we are slowly being turned into the people of God, people who are transformed and go to transform the world with the love of Christ. So I hope this is an encouraging invitation for you to think about how much skin you've got in the game and maybe to just take the next step. God will bless you. God will meet you. God will sustain you. Of that, I have full faith. Have a wonderful day, church.